With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Crazy bunch of kids crash through that door, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lookout Landing Podcast. Episode everybody, <laughs> hello. I decided I'm going to sing one bar of one song per podcast. Excellent. What was what what was it that we sang last week that uh, I think and I did? And it's bad news. Or that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we're, this is a surprisingly uh, just tune-heavy uh, podcast, considering. I don't know, Kate. Did you have musical training at any stage? Like, where, where did? Not that you don't strike me as musical. I just, I don't. I just, I've not seen you. I will have you know mm-hmm. uh, that I have been in musicals. Oh, which yeah. musicals? In high school, in which I played the role of um, old woman in various forms. Excellent. Yeah, and once. <laughs> a really, really uh-huh, yeah, yeah. confidence old, boosting, all I'm your, sure. All your old women are blo- Was there a 40-year-old best friend of the protagonist? That was my role. <laughs> um, and then there was one summer where I went to, like, some kind of ballet camp that my mm-hmm. that someone I knew was putting on and asked me. They were like, well, no one there can sing. They're ballerinas. They can't sing. Sure. So... 
can you come the, and like sing? Have their vocal cords chopped <laughs> to help them, <laughs> well, you know, help them they, dance better. Focus. They were they were trying to train them into triple threats or whatever, but they were like still pretty much just like the the single threats at the time. So so I was there to beef up the the other part, but I can't dance at all. So like the whole summer was just a variety of me coming up with creative ways to get off stage when there was dancing. And it was like, <laughs> and now Kate, here you'll melt off. Oh, you meld off to the side here. And now maybe just quietly sink to your knees and watch adoringly as everyone else dances. A lot of Kate's yeah. summer of evaporation. <laughs> my summer of evaporation. It's my YA novel. Look for it coming out next fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I said I'm going to let you lead the podcast, and then I can't no, because I'm a, a little apparently trying to get all that scene-stealing time that I didn't get in high school when I was busy paying, playing just... Beverly jones the the smart but tough lawyer yeah now see that's that's i'm entertained to hear that you were a bit typecast because wouldn't you know it in my two (laughs) musicals that i was a part of once in elementary school and once in high school i was typecast as loud big person who yells at the (laughs) protagonist and slaps or otherwise punishes them um, Wait, they made musicals about the Mariners? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Singing in the rain. Uh, Is that the one where everyone dies at the end? <laughs> everyone has strained obliques at the end. <laughs> um, the whole It's just a two hour long performance of attrition. Where <laughs> everyone, it's the Oregon Trail of musicals. Yeah, Swinging in the Rain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that could be very different, I guess. But that's maybe a very different musical, <laughs> depending on your proclivities. Um, but Kate, we're here to we're here to talk about the the baseball Mariners. Yeah, the believe it or Mariners. not, we're we're not here to talk musical theater for an hour. We're, we're, we are here to talk about some baseball. And there's actual baseball going on now, which is indeed. This is. I feel like we got to talk about it a little la- last week. This week, even with the interruptions, like we do have actual baseballing mm. things happened, and we can talk about them, and we have data points. I never thought in my life I'd be so excited about data points. <laughs> it's uh, it's been nice. It, it it has been such a bizarre start, you know. And I I thought at, at the start of the year, you know, just in in a vacuum, that I was going to be excited about the extra off days in the season. I think. <laughs> I, I, well, and I think it's still a good thing, and I, I like the season starting earlier. I think that's totally fine. Um, you know, you especially think that's as totally a fan fine? of an you older think, team. You, you, you think the the cold, the the frigid sub zero temperatures, running all our all our tropical flowers, our our somewhat seasoned tropical flowers out there in the cold. This all sounds good to you. Uh, I think that maybe a midwestern road trip was not the ideal way for the team <laughs> to start off. But I just otherwise. like the image of Nelson Cruz sitting in the hot tub back at Safeco <laughs> watching <laughs> film of them all bundled up in that game in Minnesota uh-huh. and being like, yes, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sprained my ankle. <laughs> oh, so sore. Uh. <laughs> Gretchen, more, more. tamarins. <laughs> more steam. <laughs> Uh, what 
if secretly Nelson Cruz has just been like long conning everyone into thinking he's this amazing human, and he actually uh, is just just (laughs) just been waiting for the final year of his gun. He's wonderful, except in a sauna. Then he just becomes <laughs> the pores open, vicious, and the, and the yeah. asshole just comes right yeah, out. Yeah, seeps out. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm. that time in Texas comes back. The oh, it does come um, your skin. Indeed. Um, so uh, we got a lot of questions this week, and we're gonna we're gonna try and have some fun with those since it's an off day for us, and uh, you know. But uh, I think before we do that, just real quickly, uh, Kate, how you feeling? How you feeling after that road trip? Where where do where does this stand? I guess compared to this before the season began, where 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 are you at on this team? All right, you know I would be feeling better if they if the two losses weren't blowouts. That's fair. I think that if the two losses weren't blowouts, I would look at this road trip, even though by my very own definition, I said last week, what's a mm-hmm. successful road trip to me? Oh, it's splitting the series in San Francisco, losing mm-hmm. the series in Minnesota, winning the series in the Royal mm-hmm. in Kansas City. All of that came true, mm-hmm. except, you know, the Minnesota wasn't even a loss. So it even came out better than mm-hmm. I thought. And yet I am unhappy. Because that's that's how that's how the, that's the human condition, right? Like I wanted something, <laughs> yeah. and then I got it, and it wasn't enough for me. Yeah. Typical uh, spoiled Mariners fan, <laughs> entitled. And it's I think I think some of it's I maybe I'm projecting. I know some of this has been a, a frustration on my end because we. You know the the Mariners are doing well, and I I might say a little better than expectations. Oh, maybe definitely, on, on, definitely. On average. Considering um, the injuries, I think yes, yeah, definitely yeah. better than expected. Um, you know, which is which is wonderful. But the fact that a lot of the teams that the Mariners need to be better than are also doing really well, and that that maybe you know, hopefully, no, you know, some of you are not as prone to scoreboard watching early in the season i find that i cannot help myself Mm -hmm. um and so it's it's very frustrating to see you know the angels and the twins and uh both you know boston etc you know racking up a really really favorable uh records early on uh i guess the twins aren't really that that far ahead or anything but um you know, so that that's been frustrating, and and no, but let's let's zero in on the on the source of our discontent there, which is that the Angels got to open up playing <laughs> the Athletics, who uh-huh. young, exciting core though they have mm-hmm. strike out all the time, mm-hmm. and their pitching staff blows. It does indeed. Oh and my gosh, it's and, so yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not maybe so stable to begin with, maybe not so great, and now yeah. it's hurt. Yeah. So and and then follow that up with playing the Rangers, who are even worse. Yeah. Um, and just lost Elvis Andrus, uh, and are missing. You know, I think just had Martin Martin Perez for his first start back and looked very bad. So. Yeah. yeah. And just, then and then got to play the A's again. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> remember mm-hmm. last year how we had to start off by playing the Astros and then doing some other stuff and then playing the Astros again. We saw mm-hmm. the Astros like, I don't know, a billion tea times in the first mm-hmm. month. The Angels are doing that, but the opposite. 
Well, Kate, you know they're they're on the road now, so they're they're finally getting a, a challenge. Oh yes, yes. Remind me again of <laughs> of where they're playing. Our our beloved friends who we just beat up on uh, the Mariners just beat up on the 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 Kansas City Royals. Um, yes, yeah, different different from the Bradenton Royals or the yeah. the Oakland uh, Royals. <laughs> who probably honestly could beat the Kansas City Royals yeah. if you hit a uh, yeah. But bringing, I guess, bringing it back to the Mariners a little bit. Um, oh, I, let's you know, let's like check in on that Angels Royals. No, game. let's not. Hey, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I will, I will say the one thing about the Angels. I think they obviously look really good. They are down three starting pitchers yeah. at this point now. Uh, yeah, and, and I, let's it, let's be clear. Some of the games where they beat the A's, mm-hmm. uh, who have a much more, I think it's fair to say the A's have a much more potent offense than the Royals, right? That's yes. that's fair to say. They got yes. all the home runs. They're going to strike out a ton. They're going to hit a bunch of home runs. It seems yep. like things haven't changed at all from last year. Mm-hmm. So, which if I were an A's fan, I would be frustrated. I would I would want to see guys taking steps forward in plate discipline. Whatever, that's a different conversation. Um, but the a- the Angels pitching staff still surrendered like eight, nine runs. Uh, you know, the A's pitching staff just isn't good enough to hold the lead. So it's not that if you, it's just going to be a slugfest. You just got to outslug them. Mm-hmm. And not throw Shohei Otani break, like fastballs down the middle of the plate. <laughs> that that it turns out not an ideal strategy. It's unfortunate, but it may be given a few more tries just to really check. <laughs> just to make sure he can't hit that ninety-four mile an hour pitch, <laughs> middle middle. Just. Um. Maybe maybe he tries the meat once and then decides, oh, I don't I don't need that meatball. Mm-hmm. Very bad for you. Um, the no. first time that the Mariners play the Angels is May fourth. Uh, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Seattle. So very excited for that. Um, <laughs> until then, and and at that point, in theory, the Mariners will have back Mike Zunino, Ben Gamble, Nelson Cruz, and Erasmo Ramirez. Um, so, prior to that, they they've got to get through uh, this upcoming homestand, which is the only time the for the rest of the year that the or for the rest of the se- this month that they'll be at home. These seven games, rough. Um, and you know, <sighs> we, like that's rough because they're in the position where they're building a lot of momentum, right? And they're not. Um. They're building a lot. They can't build the momentum when there's not games at home because you're playing on the road. You're always battling uphill, right? It's definitely. It's definitely a. This is going to be a very. Whew, I mean, most most home stands are always. You know, most home stands are are important, but I I think the idea as you know we we talked about the road road trip before this and that we wanted them to go I think I said five and three I'd I would be okay with five and three I would like six and two uh you know four and three is fine I guess (laughs) um you know but this greedy greedy great greedy guts I was greedy I mean the the 
they were very much within, uh, you know, that Twins game. They could have easily won, you know, even yeah, even, even without the two blowouts. But um, and hey, this, if Felix uh, threw like maybe less fastballs, maybe, 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 maybe yeah. they. But I think the Giants are a, a sub- yeah. you know we're still figuring out who everyone is too, right? right? You know, right. Um, so I would take four and three again from this. From three games with Oakland, four games with Houston, I would take four and three again in a heartbeat here. Uh, I, where are you at? Uh, <laughs> are you predicting three wins against Oakland and one against Houston? Um, Cause that I, seems think so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oakland's pretty pretty busted <laughs> they're pretty busted but baseball is weird and baseball is weird. hard it is but i but i think you know i i think they I, I mean i guess if if i'm putting money down i say they go three and four but what i want from them which doesn't feel like an unreasonable ask is four and three i think what's that, the, that's what's, sort the of pi- what's the pitching matchup yeah um, so we've got during those games uh it's andrew triggs and mike leak on friday okay i feel good uh, about our chances to win that one kendall graveman and Although marco triggs gonzalez on saturday so they're probably their two well and then sean Manaya and felix on sunday uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, I think that the Sean Manaya Felix one has a chance because we've beaten up on Manaya before. They've seen Manaya a lot. Um, I think that we can outslug their sluggers against Felix if mm-hmm. Felix. And this is still a huge if. Mm-hmm. If Felix is the Felix that we've seen now two times out of the three. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm reserved about that one, but I feel okay about that. Mm. Triggs didn't somebody just write an article about how good he is? Uh, yeah, d- there was a piece I think the other day about just what his what his pathway has been at the very least, and and what he's done to be successful. Yeah, uh, I, so it, we'll see. It makes me nervous. It makes me nervous without having Zanino and Cruz specifically because D Gordon has not seen Triggs before. You know, whatever we have, whatever going on at first base is going to be going on. If Gamble is back, then mm-hmm. he is still building his way back. I mean, he didn't have a ton of at bats, and he wasn't exactly tearing the cover off the ball in Modesto. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. I'm nervous about that one. And then the other one was Graveman, Graveman, Graveman and Marco. Marco. I mean, that again is like, do you believe? Which Marco do you believe in? Do you believe in the first uh, he Marco was great. we saw? He was great. Do you believe in that Marco? Oh, 0.88 you... FIP. <laughs> or do you believe in the Mar- So let's let's talk a little bit. <laughs> let's talk about this. I am inclined to be on your. I agree with you. Like I think that the Marco that is is closer to the first Marco we saw than the second Marco. Let's analyze what went wrong there, though. Um. And talk talk a little bit about the FIP and why what is going on there to make that number so sure. outsized against his ERA. So, how I mean, how FIP is you know calculated, of course, is just that it takes out anything that does not include you know the, any any balls that are uh, in the field of play that the defense could have an influence on are not counted. So that means we're left with home runs and that means we're left with strikeouts. That means we're left with walks and hit by pitches. That's, that's it. And so in that, you know, Marco has been 
not great, but he's been okay. He's, um, you know, he's got, I think, a 4.96 FIP and a 7.27 ERA. That's not particularly impressive, but it's a big difference in terms of him being valuable. And last game, he just gave up a ton of balls that landed, uh, you know, ground balls that got through. A lot of through, ground balls that go, lo- got through, yeah. You know, I think, I think where the discrepancy here is, uh, and one of the limitations of FIP is, especially as we have more information about when the baseball is hit hard, uh, you know, that's, it. FIP treats that. And the idea behind FIP is that the pitcher does not have control over how the hitter impacts the baseball other than, you know, where they're throwing it. But, or, or what FIP surmises is that the pitcher does not only has control over, uh, you know, striking out people, walking people, and giving up home runs to some degree. But we know that, at least to some degree, you know, the quality of contact varies from pitcher to pitcher. You know, some guys give up a ton of hard contact. Some guys don't. Some pitches from some guys give up wildly different contacts. So last game, Marco threw a a bunch of pitches up in the zone, and that's generally not going to work for him. And so, of course, he gave up a bunch of hard contact. So Right, and I think, too, like, once he started out and he didn't quite have, have his command and he kept falling behind in counts. And when he was mm-hmm. behind in counts, he's going for the shore strike. He's trying to put it up so that maybe he can get that swinging strike. Mm-hmm. It just was not, you know, it wasn't a great game plan. I think it wasn't a great way to adjust. He probably mm-hmm. should have just gone back to his strengths and yep. hoped for some better batted ball luck. I think it's important too to note that again, he's not working with a catcher that's seen him in a lot. He's not working with Zanino who knows him maybe best out of everyone, but still he's he doesn't have any kind of long standing rapport with any of these catchers. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of contr- there's a lot of variables is what I mean mm-hmm. to say that I think right. I'm not sure that we did see the Marco who is the Marco that we're gonna see. Yeah. And because of this schedule, this will be his third start. So <laughs> he's wild. thrown less. <laughs> he's thrown eight and two thirds innings. Uh, so not really too much to take from right. from that uh, a- as much as we'd like. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, Houston's going to be really tough. I think Carlos Correa is still out. Um, but mm-hmm. other than that, like the, how much that actually? Yuli Gurriel is Gurriel still out, or is uh, he? No, he's he's, he's headed back to the he's team. He's back, I think. Um, so, but I mean, he's not nearly as good, thankfully, as uh, yeah, as as Korea, But that's still gonna be, you know, tough. So we'll see. I mean, they're um, just not. I just don't see oh, how no, they. He, he may be back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how they get a ton of runs against Houston's pitching, which has been right. Without Mostly. some of their Although horses got being bad. walloped. Uh, a bit Lance by, McCullers got walloped. Yeah, which is not the Mariners' usual mo. <laughs> McCullers, so we'll see. Um, I have a bad I feeling. I have a real bad feeling. It's yeah. It's definitely it's as as good as I felt going into the road trip. I am very wary of this uh, homestand, and and would be thrilled to take two out of three 
I'd be happy to take two out of three from Oakland. I would really love them to sweep through Oakland. And I think any sort of series loss to Oakland here is a really bad yeah. sign. Bad, not a bad sign necessarily, but it's just it puts them in it, – it, it's bad looking forward because of how important each game is to no, a, them. A series loss to Oakland would be – a catastrophe it would be a catastrophe it's early <laughs> in the season to say that uh-huh. but not being able to win against because i mean you, it, games are weird that's why i think mm-hmm. asking for a sweep is hard because mm-hmm. baseball will baseball mm-hmm. um but if you lose yeah if you if you lose a series to oakland it's mm-hmm. that's hard for me to say like oh it was just mm-hmm. luck or it was just this maybe a combination of weird factors happens and Next week, I'm sitting here talking about, you know, I don't know, the bird that carried away Guillermo Heredia, (laughs) giant bird of prey that swooped down. Oh, you you thought Paxson and the eagle was the end of it? No. We have a condor (laughs) flying in. a rock. (laughs) A rock. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, weird things happen. But, yeah, I would be more panicked about that. What I think is the most realistic way... Uh, to mm. have this go down, it's three against Oakland, three against Astros, or three against Oakland, four against Astros. Mm-hmm. Three against Oakland, four against Astros. Yeah. Uh, of course, of course, it's four against Astros. Of course. <laughs> I um, I feel like two of three against the A's is fair. I would be delighted if they could get a series sweep against it. I would just be so... I would be on cloud nine. Um, I feel like it's more realistic for them to only be able to take one away from the Astros, and there's a strong possibility they can't get any of them. Yeah. But baseball, you know, to put myself on the other... Baseball's baseball, and baseball's Um, weird. I mean, they took two out of three from from the Astros in Houston last year when I thought I, yeah, that was wild. Dead. <clears throat> that so. was that was weird. That was a yeah. weird. So that was a bunch of um, weird stuff. All right. Well, would that you, was also like June, right? Late June. I think that was. I don't know. That was. Just, it was all weird. It was late. Uh, that was. Uh, I, I'll I'll look that up. But um, since we have so many questions, uh, should we should we just take an early break and then yeah. we'll uh, we'll hop into those? I'd say let's go for it. here for your questions and we got a lot of them today kate um kate your question that you asked for the 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 particular type of question the brand of questions that you asked for uh, i think have colored our our fair today uh which i'm certainly happy about because i i find it quite entertaining but uh that means i think our, our listeners should be forewarned uh Kate was Kate did request questions about 
video games for herself, herself being a video game expert, as uh, as we all would assume, <laughs> um, from old woman number two uh, <laughs> in uh, what was the what was the actual the musical? Oh, um, well, I was old old woman in Into the Woods. That was probably my uh, most, my most enduring old woman mm-hmm. incarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, we'll just start, uh, we'll, we'll sort of bounce between some baseball related questions and some less baseball related questions here. So let's see here. Uh, our first question comes from Tim, our own Tim, uh, at EU Tim IOC two. Uh, and the question is you can only root for one pair for the rest of your life. Nelly and Kyle or Gene and D? I choose death. Oh. Okay, <laughs> you got to pick. No. You got to pick. You got to nope. pick. It's the, it's the rule of the game. I die. Uh, well. <laughs> That's a video game thing, right? I just I run myself off the edge of the cliff. I yes, rage press, quit. Press F to pay respects <laughs> and die. I uh, rage quit. <laughs> I rage quit that question. That's fair. Uh, Gene and D. Uh, <laughs> Gene and D. No, no, there's no winners. There's no winners. He, d- he just kind of bounces in. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, how about a question from Blessing in This Guys at yeah. Karate Man Chan thirty seven. Um, Rereading A Hundred Years of Solitude, and are we sure that Gabriel Garcia Marquez is not a Mariners fan? I mean, to be honest, magical realism is the only way you can explain the Mariners' history of drafting <laughs> and development, so yes, yeah. <laughs> I think that's very fair. Yeah, I, I have to agree. It's not out of the question. Um, and and certainly a, a, a river of tears flooding the world does not seem out of the question <laughs> from 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 us sometimes. Um, how about a question from uh, David at Seattleite Eight on Twitter? Uh, what is the best Xbox game to pick up and play easily? Uh, uh, and Kate, this I, is I directed have, I, at obviously you. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, The answer is Amazon Warehouse Worker, which is a fun new game in which... (laughs) Oh, okay. So we're getting real edgy right at Mm -hmm. the gate (laughs) right on X. It's a fun new game in which you are Larry, an Amazon Warehouse employee, and you pick up and put boxes on, on, um, you know, the rolly things that carry things places. Mm -hmm. Conveyor belts. Yep. Mm -hmm. You put... Yeah, that's what you do. Really fun game, fun for the whole family. Um, you know, you get to you get to start a four hundred one k and just watch that thing grow. Blast, absolute blast. You are beyond the fact that you're describing a few pretty much actual games. <laughs> you are kind of <laughs> describing The Sims, uh, um, which which is not out. Uh, I, I think that The Sims does have an Xbox component. They may have The Sims Online. Um, I thought that it was the game where you like show your inner sociopathic tendencies by drowning all your people in swimming pools. That's every game. <laughs> Why aren't I more into video games? You should be more into. You really like board games? I do. I do. Video games I love are tabletop. great. Video games are board games for only children. 
Like, that's essentially what it boils down that's to. That's me. Like, I mean, I have a sister, but essentially... Yeah. I am... Yeah. Yeah. I... I I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get you a, we're going to get you a DS or something. We'll, we'll get you on some Fire Emblem. Uh, you'll be just really into some very entertaining anime children, uh, and which, trust me, is better than it sounds, uh, based on that sentence. Um, David, uh, if, if you're looking for a sports game, uh, Super Mega Baseball is the way to go. It's cartoons, and it's really fun. It's on Xbox One get it it'll be very entertaining and it's it's got good sliders for difficulty um let's see here uh here's a question from future md robot uh at hdr robot uh our friend peter on twitter uh and this this question uh is is certainly something we addressed in our first section here but uh, how much do you love the tapa style to start to the season with 200 <laughs> appetizer size series? Um, I love tapa, so this is this question is definitely in my wheelhouse. It is. It is sort of like it would be fun if the if there were wine. Cause it would be fun if, if there, there were wine. wine. Yeah. Yeah. There's usually would be fun sangria at a tapas bars. So that's right. Well, and the problem is like the part of the appeal, at least my experience with tapas, is that like the nice thing is that there's always a new thing coming yes. each time. So like just as you're finishing the first one, oh, yeah. like then they Talk bring about up a little and, conveyor like, belt. Next. Right. Why you know, and, and belt tapas. That's sushi. A, no I think health codes, um, <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, inexplicable as to why not. Um, yeah, I, I, that's been the the frustration is just that like I want I want that next I see that next appetizer. It's sitting <laughs> it's sitting on like the like the bar the pass through from the kitchen to you know to where the waiters coming to pick it up. Get, no, can I go up and get it myself? No, like, is, no. Is that, no. Rob Manfred will intercept you and, and bitch slap you. <laughs> <You'd> th- <laughs> cut to me, smash cut to me, shaking Rob Manfred by his lapels and yelling, I want my patatas bravas! I'm mad at I'm mad at mad at Manny tonight because the uh-huh. Travelers just lost a game thanks to the stupid new runner on second rule. And the my boy miners, Darren Gillies, yeah, yeah did not... Uh, gets, I don't know if he gets tagged with a loss or not. I don't, it's all stupid. I know stupid. it's an unearned it's run. Yeah, uh, it's all so stupid. Like, why would you put someone who actively hates baseball in charge of baseball? I hope he's listening to this. Come fight me, Manfred. <laughs> if that's your real name. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pain. It, 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 it would be really it, nice it, it, to it, not. If this benefits us in some way down the road, and I mean, maybe this will be the blessing in disguise that we need when the Mariners are well rested and everyone else is just like going down Mm -hmm. like flies and, you know, once Mm -hmm. the injury bug starts really nipping at teams. But for now, I think it's been something that's hugely, as I was saying earlier, like just hugely interrupted their momentum and... Uh, made it hard to get fans invested. Like what a uh, way to way to grow the game, Manfred. Way to grow the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, yeah, I do like that the the thanks, like the the thanks Obama of this decade and this next decade can be thanks Manfred. Um, 
But uh, apparently, uh, just having checked it out, uh, Scott Kosminski gets the loss despite leaving the game tied and not having any real influence on the next inning, uh, starting the next inning out of the game. So bizarre. Uh, just another Garbage. weird thing. Anyways, um, let's see. What's your over-under on how long until the first gas station robbery by someone wearing a Ben Gamble cap? That's from Poor Man's oh, Press it's Box. Oh, it's happening that Friday Safeco night. 330. It, it will be that Friday night. I was gonna say there is a Seven Eleven that I recall attending with one of one of our uh, well a few of our former staff writer or current staff writers rather, uh, and I, it's within walking yeah. distance of the stadium. Yeah, there's that one right there in Pioneer Square mm-hmm. where some uh-huh. some some um, some nefarious deeds go down there. Now, do you think what's the best strat for a Ben Gamble hat related robbery? Is it to wear it? on the back and then like some shades and a bandana uh, so like your your visage is covered or is it like wearing the hat backwards with the hair sort of covering your face you know if you if you don't have access to other sort of face covering I mean I feel like that leads to a lot of pretty hilarious America's dumbest criminals type action Um, it's hey all press is good press Kate I mean, maybe you just go up and you be like, I'm Ben Gamble, and who are, they, <laughs> who are they to correct you? Do they know who Ben Gamble is? Probably not. Like, would I I'll... recognize Ben Gamble if he walked by me on the street? I'm not 100% sure that I would. I think maybe. Uh, here's what if I will If he was wearing, say, like, I normal clothes a... and not his Mariner's uniform, specifically yeah, the jersey yeah. with his name on the back, I would struggle. It's fair. He's a six foot. He's like six feet. He's like maybe 195, 200 something pounds. No, like, like you put a flannel not, on yeah. that guy, and he looks like any other dude. <laughs> you put him in Ballard, NFL. and he's just <laughs> he's he just turns <laughs> sideways, and he's invisible. He's in camouflage. <laughs> it's like in Assassin's Creed when you walk with like four other people, and suddenly <laughs> no guards can see you because you've just hit melded into a crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will say, Kevin Martinez, I know you do listen, um, and that's sort of a little the secret willing it into existence. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think this is a uh, I think this is a Mariners commercial opportunity. Clearly, Ben Ben Gamble stealing bases, uh, robbing. You know what can't he rob? Um, oh. uh, you know, I, <laughs> I see no problems with this. Yeah. I think it's a winner. Um, All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. We'll go to a question from uh, Shane Lance at Shane M. Lance. Uh, I have the evening off and want to watch a movie tonight. What movie should I watch? Uh, Kate, what should Shane watch? Um, Shane should watch Margaret's Museum. The... 19, I want to say 98, I'm double checking it, oh, 1995. Uh, okay. Yeah, movie about, uh, it's it's got Helena Bonham Carter in it, one of her earliest films. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, she lives in a coal mining town. Okay. In um, Nova Scotia. And she, all her family members die in the mines because that's what mines do to people. And she keeps little parts of them preserved. And that's her museum. 
and it's uh it's delightfully charmingly weird and I watched it in 1995 and it has stuck with me despite not rewatching it anytime because you only watch it once <laughs> <clears throat> has stuck with me the whole time interesting mm-hmm. um have you have other people that you've spoken to seen this film i watched it with my best friend annie okay. in high school who i'm still friends with to this day and if i called her on the phone right now uh-huh. she could likewise <laughs> I think, give you a blow-by-blow account of every scene in Margaret's Museum. Okay. Yeah, we watched it together a bunch in high school, I guess. Although I think I only saw it the the once. You only need it. It only (laughs) takes once. It's like you saw it. Like you saw it yesterday. Um, Okay. Well, that's, that's you should fr- not actually watch that movie. Go watch, go, <laughs> go watch Major League instead or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm torn because, uh, but I, I think I will go with Death Race um, as as my recommendation. That's uh, a video game. It's a. That sounds a like film. a video game. You're lying. It's a film. It, death it race. Death race. How is it's that a, not a video game? Well, it's very possibly a. a video game but it is a it is a motion picture uh it's a jason statham vehicle um from 2008 uh where uh he it's it's set in a sort of near future where prisoners like drive cars as like the main source of uh entertainment uh it's got tyrese it's got Ian McShane got probably some other people that are notable, uh, and just some absolutely fantastic car, uh, car racing, car explosions. Okay, I'm actually cars like with totally guns. in on this because it uh, sounds like a very trenchant commentary on the prison system. It's That's something. What I assume it is, right? It is definitely. Uh, it's not pro prisons, I think. <laughs> I believe a lot of prison guards are killed, and also there is some eruption of uh, of of prison property. Oh hell yes! Oh, I'm um, watching this. Uh, it's I have seen this movie, Kate. No, nowhere short of at least a dozen times. Uh, I probably have seen it at least twenty times, if we're being honest. Because for whatever reason, this movie was always on at like 11 p.m. on like a Thursday night uh, when I was at home. And just I didn't want to go to sleep or or make the effort to actually go to bed. And so I I know this movie's plot like the back of my hand and cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, It is is a delight. So, um, yeah, it's... uh, Death Race. Do I have not? I cannot vouch for the three uh, sequels that were all direct to video. Um, <laughs> Why? Why? Death Race Two, Death Race Three, Inferno, and Death Race Beyond Anarchy, <laughs> which apparently is maybe coming out this year, or it came Death out Race already. Five, it somehow Death came out this year already, January thirtieth. Uh, okay. So, well, they. I guess they couldn't quite pull uh, <laughs> old Statham. Uh, but uh yeah well when you you win some you lose some um let's see our next question comes from uh 
should should we get into the Chris from Bothell uh, sequence here? Oh, okay. All right, let's let's dig in. All so right. Chris, Chris Just let gave me, us. Let me like carb load first. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Chris at C from Bothell on Twitter uh, gave us a a full section on pop culture. Uh, so we're we're gonna try and give that a. Uh, our our best go uh which so my joke in asking about pop culture was like you have no time because you work approximately 17 jobs i have very little time any free time that we have is devoted to watching baseball and hustling to try to make our little ends (laughs) meet (laughs) so i am almost entirely divorced from what is happening in pop culture other than what i see on twitter so, okay. And I, I feel like you're the same. Like, popular television shows? Nope. Big <laughs> movies? I think you saw Black Panther. I did not. I did. Oh. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you there. Mm-hmm. I, Someday. I, I, the, I listen to podcasts where people occasionally reference it. And so, like, through a, like, secondary layer of osmosis, I think I sometimes grasp some things, but... Yeah. Um, Mostly, though, we are... We, <laughs> uh, what, you're, stop ruining my image of us as, like, sheltered little... You know, like those beans you grow in your closet as a junior high science yeah. fair experiment. You know? I have not had a... Cab- I have not lived somewhere with cable in six years and have not had, like, a... Netflix or Hulu access in my home in a very long time. So TV shows are pretty Just beyond, way, way pretty out, out of my room. So with that in mind, Unless pop culture it's about for Hallmark movies. I watch those with my mom. Fair. So okay. If you want to know about uh, Here Comes the Bride 16, I got I got takes on that. Now is this the 16th Bride, or is it happening oh, in 20 like, 2016? I mean both. Both, probably both. <laughs> Once they have an idea, bless their hearts at Hallmark. Once they have an idea, it's just they. <laughs> that's a fine this template, like a and card. You just put it in different. Oh, oh, there's a lot of product placement. We can get into that later. But all right, bring uh-huh. bring the questions on. Okay. Um, pop culture for two hundred. This movie is the highest-grossing superhero movie of all time. That's Black um, Panther, isn't it? Black Panther. I think it I is think Black, Black Panther. Panther. There was actually uh, a question on this at trivia the other night. Um, it's the only one from the Marvel universe that's in the top five. It passed Titanic. Um, it's like Jurassic World. I can't remember all. Of them. It is indeed Black Panther, yeah. based on a quick Google search. Mm-hmm. All right. Pop culture for four hundred in the okay. reboot of Roseanne, who lives at Roseanne's house. Um, now, before, did you watch the original Roseanne at all? Yes, because okay. I grew up in the 90s, <laughs> and I watched television at times. So. That's fair. See, Roseanne was on, like, after the cartoons that I wanted to watch ended, and so I, like, occasionally accidentally watched it and just <laughs> was like, why is this woman's voice the way it is? Yeah. Um, which maybe was unfair, but based on... <laughs> Post nineties Roseanne, I feel pretty vindicated in my prejudgments. Uh, with that said, have you have you poked back in for Roseanne? I two? have not, so I'm gonna just like her, her, hazard a guess here. Is it Donald Trump? Does Donald Trump live in the house? <laughs> um, no. I what I want to say is that like she's got like a adopted daughter. 
uh, or not a or like an adopted granddaughter or something and like John Goodman is there uh, and I don't remember who else is is involved. The uh, one who was uh, the, like on the view or the chew or the talk or the soup <laughs> or one of those the, 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 the gay one. Thing is the, the Sarah different. Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Okay. If I had to take a guess, maybe it's the gay one. Fair enough. I, I she was always the funniest character on the show. <laughs> um. Okay, I think I think we're gonna have to take an. an I wonder L for though. That now one. I am curious, like if they have addressed that at all, or if she's still supposed to be like the same character that she was. Because I related to her very strongly, mm-hmm. obviously as a kid, and uh, she was like kind of a proto Daria. Tell me, you know what Daria is? Oh my God. Do I know quickly enough? For <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no, Daria. Anyway, I mean, I is would. This an I animated would, show. I would check in on that just because she, to me, is like an old Darlene, and her name. She was such like not a Darlene. Anyway, whatever. This is so far afield, but I, I feel it feels a little like checking in on an old friend. Like I want to make sure she's doing okay. So maybe I'll, I'll I'll carve out a little time to check in and and hope that she's living her truth now. All right, next question. Um, 94% of Google users liked the TV show Daria, which I never in my life heard of. <laughs> so, Just this is... get on a rocket ship and go to the moon. I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> I got it. next question before <clears throat> I personally drive to your house and punch you in the nose. Next question. <laughs> it's me Sweet and then on. me and then Manfred. Oh, um, no, never mind. It's going to take all the, no, you're safe. You're safe for now, Troopin'. Excellent. He gets all my I bet, I bet he's never heard of, <laughs> of Daria. Well, no, because he uh, only likes things that suck, I can tell. He, yeah, the, he, he watched Daria, but at 1.5 speed. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he missed all the jokes. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Would, that makes sense. It's maybe um, the truest thing about Rob Manfred that's ever yeah. been said. <laughs> uh, pop culture Other for than 600. he looks like Pee Wee Herman's slightly more successful brother. All right, now I'm done. Now I'm done. Go on. Next one. Hit me. Pop culture for 600. Who was the musical guest on the most recent Saturday Night Live? Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know. Was it? Was it? Um, was no. It, wait. Was it Cardi B? I think it was Cardi B. It was. It wasn't churches. It wasn't the. Oh the, wait, no, no. Cardi B was on was it, Jimmy was Kimmel it Live. I, I have no. F- maybe it was Cardi B. What's What's a Cardi B? All right. Everyone's well, talking about her. She's the she's very good rapper. Uh, is she from New York? Uh, she? She's innovative. Okay. Um, and and like the most popular current. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was, prob- and, it was probably her then, right? Uh, that seems it's possible. Like it Let's see. I mean, I've heard other humans talking about her, so we'll we'll go ahead and slot her in there. Um, but I feel like yeah. it could easily be like something I haven't heard of at all. Like it could be like, um, floor hell boards. yeah, it was Cardi floor B. B. Oh, good job. Good I, w- job. I accidentally got it right. Good job. Uh, she just happened to be in in New York. Uh, I guess she's from New York, so that makes sense. We are but, crushing this. All right, yeah, I was gonna say, yep, yeah, three for uh, three for four. Uh, I guess two for three, but the. You know, the people's three for four. Uh, pop culture for 800. Which member of the Avengers has fans buzzing before the upcoming movie because their character does not seem to be a, to appear in movie posters? Um, Buzzsaw. Do you know this one? Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the, the, that's an Avenger, right? <laughs> it is, indeed. Uh, Chris was trying to fool us. Uh, this is a trick question, because Hawkeye does not have any fans. Um, I so, don't understand that reference, but I'm going to okay. it's very funny, and people He's are going to laughing. Bow. Does he have a buzz cut? <laughs> Yeah, kinda. Yeah, he does. All right. I'm, I'm satisfied. Next question. Like a like a crew cut. Yeah, that's like Real buzzed on the side. All right, pop culture for a thousand. This is the final the final one. All right. Uh, when does the? Oh, sorry. When the next Sharknado movie comes out, how many will there be in total? Wait, there are still Sharknados. Uh, is there seasonal? Um, <laughs> not going with that one. That's fair. All That's right, fair. Not again. <laughs> it will be number twelve. Okay. Uh, and it will one be called, for each of the for each called, of the parts of the zodiac. Yeah, it will be called Sharknado, and it's he's really old now, and he's lost his bowel control, and it's just about it's sort of a Harold and Maude thing, where uh, he he yeah he's befriended by a. a much younger girl and uh she steers him a girl into a shark or age. a girl human? no human i mean that's also uh, <laughs> oh, wait who is he is he the shark is the main character the shark i i assume that sharknado it's not like a shark are there many sharks is it a tornado of sharks? i've never seen a that's shark it is a tornado of shark it's more of a typhoon i thought of it sharks. was just the one and he like maybe had like a tornado for a butt no no oh, no no that's much less fun than my thing no, All it right. is a it's a sort of typhoon that picks up sharks and oh. then the sharks sort it's of a very specific kind of magnet. All right, I'm not going to yeah. question. <laughs> I'm no scientist. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm I don't know. I'll go with you on 12. Um and uh we'll 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 get the answer next podcast. How about that? That sounds great. Um I okay, can't wait we'll, to we'll... talk more about Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's wrap up with just a couple more of these of of, of our questions here. Um, going back to a little more baseball serious. Oh, this is a baseball podcast. On occasion, on oh. occasion. Um, from from uh, Peter Alexif, how many more innings do you think Ichiro plays as a oh, Mariner? Man, this is quite a turn. <laughs> from the the lighthearted. It this is, is poor sequencing on your on your part, John. I'm just it, gonna call you out for this. Well, it's, because it's we were like about... light and fun, and now like it's just like memento mori. Like <laughs> we all will die. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, youch. This is rough. Um. So I think a very reasonable question is to ask about the exit strategy for Ichiro. Now that Camel mm-hmm. is back, Guillermo is <laughs> has as many home runs as the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> that was true as of like yesterday. I don't know if it changed in their game today. I watched a little bit of it, but I don't think I saw any home runs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, things are dismal. That's more of a well. Uh, Guillermo is 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 being. He's being his delightful Guillermo self. He's playing great mm-hmm. defense. Like he, he's he's a known quantity. He's useful out there. Mm. Um, I don't know what they do. Like, I yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen when guys start getting healthy and coming back, and you know they send Vogel back back down. I guess maybe, but I mean I don't know that that's a you know he's hit. 
All right, so far. He's, yeah, he's not going to win any points for that uh, grounding into a double play with the bases loaded, though. That was no. pretty much the worst-case scenario. Yeah, it was not ideal. Not great. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly have no idea what their exit strategy is with Ichiro. Uh -huh. If they just kind of keep grinding along as long as they can until the bullpen need becomes desperate, I... Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I think that just, that happens I mean, they play 17 games in a row starting Friday. Like, that's gonna happen. And a happen. bunch of those games are against the Astros. Like, maybe right. they just punt. Do they punt the games against the Astros and they just let whoever is out there just get I mean, blown up? I hope not, because that's such a just abysmal strategy. Yes. <laughs> No, it's um, awful. Oh, conserve the bullpen. Felix has already get, given up four runs. Fine, let him give up eight. I mean, yeah. that would feel that feels extremely bad faith, and it feels yeah, bad faith I, for the season. And it's bad faith for the rest of the team. Yeah, you know? like it, uh, even as much as uh, as much as we could like, put, you know, say like, well, it's a dis they're keeping each around for nostalgia for you know cold money sake. Like, there's a point of. Even beyond just pissing off fans who are like, okay, great, yeah, Ichiro, but, like, he's not very good anymore. There's a point of just, like, you're gonna make the rest of the team angry. <laughs> like, he, th the rest of the team might love Ichiro and also recognize, like, he's not, you know, he's he's just not enough. He doesn't he's have enough, enough anymore. He's not enough. Um, and, and if they actually wanted to compete, like... It's just, yeah. I, I I think he plays fifteen more games. I don't know how that breaks down to innings because I don't I don't think he starts many more. And I I don't I think he starts very sparingly once Gamel returns. And I, you know I think they've already said they're not gonna, you know they're gonna run with a lot of outfielders early. You know at least one Gamel returns because I think Gamel's more likely to return before cruisers and you know but you know once cruisers and you know are back and it's it you could i guess get away with shuttling somebody Zunino, you don't have to make any space for right you just that's send true Freitas yeah because you send freedus back but yeah <coughs> and, um, and then they've got nine theoretically maybe you don't have to make space for cruise if you send vogel back down it's true but I mean, then. But just gamble alone, base, right? Like, yeah, exactly. No one's playing first base then at <laughs> that point. Like, um, I mean, maybe send Taylor Motter down and just let Andrew Romine be your utility. Yeah, guy. and th and that that I think is what they'll do, and then they'll have you know, w with what with Cruz and Gamble coming up, they'll send Motter and one of the nine relievers down. So you'll have eight men in the pen. And then four starters, and then five people on the bench, which is useful. Four people, tenable as long as you four people on have the bench. your force. As long as you can roll with four starters. Yes, which you know, I mean, if they're only bringing Miranda up for one start, you can bring him up for a day and, and then send, send him back him down, back yeah. down okay. which is you know lets you still get you know another essentially week out of that. But it's but you also can't bring up the same guy who you sent down <laughs> you know like um you know and so uh that's uh that's a tough tough thing 
Um, uh, I will say one thing, and just to kind of close off this idea, um, mm-hmm. I think that they have a strategy. I don't think that they would have brought Ichiro on without also thinking of what the what that looks like. You have to imagine, and and it, like that's that's such a like appeal to authority thing but at the same time it's like that this is like their whole job and you know you might not think they're very good at it or you might not think they're you know whatever you you might think they're doing a fine job you might think they're doing a terrible job it would be you know it would it would be such a completely un unfathomable like PR nightmare failure of, on all accounts to just have no plan for yeah. what to do this and and the the plan that they have may be one that's still uncomfortable and and difficult but but for for them to have brought him on and not have had some sort of statement about like we have a need right now and when we get these guys back you know it, it we may just let you go bec- you know we may need to let you go because we yeah you know, we think we need to give these guys more time, but we would like you to get a chance to show what you've still got. You know, I, I think that's, I think as much as Ichiro is obviously someone who's very proud of what he does, you know, I think he has to recognize that this was the only offer he got. And the offer he got was, hey, come in and prove it. You know, while we have a month and maybe you DFA him and see if he clears waivers and goes to Tacoma. No, I I think no? he'd just be done. You'd I think just he'd just be, be done. done. You think he's, he's? I mean, why would he go to Tacoma? No. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, you, you know, if he wants to, like, sure, that's totally fine. That's you know, like, you're not really blocking out, you know, people right now because I think, you know, Bishop could use more time and, you know, everyone else in the. I mean, Dario Pisano could come up sure but um you know andrew applin but i mean you you know it's not if he wants to go down to tacoma that's fine but uh that i think at this point that would all have to be his choice And, and as long as the mariners are willing to make that call once they you know once the choice is seven people in the bullpen or ichiro you know, or I guess eight um, people in the bullpen or Ichiro, eight people in the bullpen and five starters or Ichiro. You know, I I think that's uh, you know I, I I just especially when you have Gamble and Aredia and Romine and Modder as options, you'll have one of them up. You know, I, there's there's no there's no way. You know, like there's there's just not unless he starts hitting well, and if he's hitting well, then you know, it's awkward in a way, but like then you don't, you're not quite as right. Then you in, send in down modern, and you feel okay about it. Yeah, or you know, send or, down you, or you, you send, you know, whoever is not producing, you right. You have him on your bench, and you're like, that's a useful bench piece, or exactly. You know, you're running him through <clears throat> if he is hitting, which yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he's had what, like ten plate appearances, fifteen yeah. plate appearances. Not, not all that much. Not, not to say like, oh, so he might be great, but just to say, 
you know, 20, 22 plate appearances, played in seven games. Um, I will say I feel like, again, I don't – I trust – it would just be such a gross mismanagement to have this end poorly – Mm-hmm. to have not clearly con- communicated whatever your expectations, your exit strategy is to him, um, mm-hmm. it will severely damage my faith in the front office if this is mishandled. I want mm-hmm. to believe, just because it's so glaringly obvious, that it will not be mishandled. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the front office has earned our our confidence in that through... Mm-hmm. The fact that mostly they do what they say they're going to do. They don't always do it exactly like they say they're going to. They don't, they don't do it exactly like we might surmise it's going to be done. But the end result is kind of the same. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We will. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I think we got a, we got the final question okay. here for you, Kate. Uh, it's the final question. <laughs> do do do. <laughs> Uh, from Hillary Kirby at Hillary and Kirby. Hi, Hillary. Okay, Creators you asked from Maple Grove. Indeed, um, and and all of their graphics. Paraphernalia. Yes. Um, please explain Fortnite and why MLB and MILB players are obsessed with it. I think I'm missing something. Kate, this is for you. And this is mainly to say, have, when was the last time you talked with Estelle? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time Estelle talked with Andrew? <laughs> uh, Fortnite. When was the last time I checked my Instagram and saw all the various stories of all the various players that are just like mm. long term? I believe there was a 10 hour bus trip from Arkansas to. Oh, San man. Antonio that all the guys took and there were a lot of Art Warren had a full Fortnite set up on the bus like mm-hmm. in the opposing seats had it all set up and was playing so Inter- wait so like the bus had a Wi-Fi? Yeah or like, yeah on- no the, oh, wow. that was one of the big things about coming to the Texas League there is um, I hear the ads for it when I listen to the games um, <laughs> there's like a coach service that provides and the bus is apparently a significant upgrade over their bus in jackson (laughs) i will always remember the bus trip that they had to take in bakersville where the air conditioning broke and it was in the middle of the summer in california in the desert and uh they just Uh all had their shirts off and looked really miserable Um, so yes, oh. I think things have th- th- that is one thing that that has been improved upon is the the bus experience. So yes, there's Good. there's the ability to stretch out and take naps and and play Fortnite, which as far as I can tell is mostly about dancing. So that's probably why it's so popular. <laughs> do a little dance. Well, there you go. Uh, you mostly you mostly have nailed it. Uh, I thought so. I watch a lot of those Instagram videos. <laughs> uh, all right, Kate. Uh, we uh, we we're done. Are done. We're done. Um, I we don't normally do this, but I 
Kate, do you wanna do you wanna tell folks if they're interested in finding you or or more? Oh of your, wow! Shameless you know, self-promotion th- alert. Yeah. Well, you you kind of. I, I think we we're. This is what episode forty-six. I think. I, <laughs> you think a, have we earned? Have I, I earned it? Have I earned it? You've earned um, it. Um. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm now you. writing at the Athletic Seattle. So, uh, I have I did a piece last week on Juan Nicasio's declining velocity, or um you know, how, how much lower his average velocity has been this year than last year. Um, to do something about Dan Altavilla and his off season, how that's, how he's parlaying that into this season. That's going to be my next piece. So yeah, I'll probably have like a piece a week or so. It's just pitching, just freelance and I'll still be mm-hmm. at lookout and everything. But um, yes, you can, if you would like to subscribe to the athletic, um, I am now writing there along with Corey Brock, who's the lead MLB writer, and um, uh, Matt Pence, who's going to do the Sounders stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I know a lot of people were super bummed when he left the Times, mm-hmm. so you can find him there. So, And you get access to everything else, too. So everything that, like, you know, Saris is doing and Ken Rosenthal and, and all of that. So pretty good deal, I think. Yeah. Uh, and this is, of course, in addition to remaining the managing editor yes. of Lookout yes, Landing. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not if, going anywhere. But no. if you would like to pay to read the same stuff from me that you get to read for free on Lookout. <laughs> <laughs> More or less. Mas o menos. Mas o menos. Yes, and we... Uh, we are looking forward to having more to write about. Uh, by the next time we talk, yeah, we'll be we're gonna have more. We'll be approaching sample size I know. Uh, season. We'll be we'll be at least halfway there, I think, uh, for most for most of the team, and and that's exciting. Sort of around the 100 plate appearances range is where we start getting Things a little more comfortable, yep. a little more comfortable with some of our points. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Should be a fun weekend at Safeco, too. Hope to see you there. A lot of yes. us will be there. Holler yes. at us on Twitter if you're going to be there. And um, yeah, you know we're Kate, always what's around. Your, for the for the people, what's your what's your Twitter handle? If, My if personal other... Twitter handle, which I don't check all the time, is at mm-hmm. number one once again to number two Zelda, which is the inscription to the Great Gatsby. Not a video game reference, despite my despite your clear, vast, vast encyclopedic knowledge of video games. Video games. Um, but yeah, always you can just tweet at, at Look at Landing and mm-hmm. um, try to get well, people together because ball, it should be fun. Like it's it's summer. Yeah. Meet up, have beverages of your choice, and watch this team that is. Yeah. Very fun and occasionally frustrating, but like yes. mostly fun so far. I think we're yeah. having fun. We're having fun. I'm I'm enjoying this. La more than la six bon and four is six, six and four is better than two and eight. Oh. That is, that's something I've known my whole life. Holy darn, it is. Yeah, I'm no math expert, but mm-hmm. exactly. So yes, yes, we would um, love to see you out. Obviously, John can be reached at John Troopin. Indeed, pretty, pretty straightforward. T R U P I N. Very very straightforward. Um. I'm going to be at the Saturday game, I know. Uh, Kate, or do you know which games you're going to be at? I don't have tickets at? yet. Uh, I think I'm going to a board game night on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. So I probably won't be at that one, but maybe the other ones. We'll see. Wonderful. We'll All right. Well, yeah. Hit a, hit us up or, uh, or you know, let us know, uh, you know, yes, how because your game experience Yes, because if you've have have listened to this much of the podcast, you clearly are a diehard and <laughs> that is how we like to roll with people who yeah. who care about the 
team as this mm-hmm. weird nerdy fun team as much as we do so yep. do not be shy come say hi mm-hmm. all right well until next time uh well uh i'm john that's kate and uh have a man i thought you would have learned a lesson about liking pictures not returning texts i guess it's fine man i get the message you still stutter after certain questions you keep in contact with certain exes do you though trust me nigga it's cool though said that you was working but you out here chasing culo and boot thighs chilling poolside living two lives i could have did what you did to me to you a few times but if i did decide to slide find a nigga good one.